Ladies and gentlemen, it's that time once again for the Andy and Amanda Show. It's the free flowing Freaky Friday program. Sorry. We're not quite sure. Overlook, overlooking something? Overlooking something? Amanda Love! And in Los Angeles, California, in our Hollywood studios, overlooking Rocky the Squirrel and Mutt and Jeff Blue Jay Birds, Andy Kimball! Join the show as Andy and Amanda discuss topics such as sex, intimacy, romance, love. Okay, some other things too. What? We don't know. Maybe the news. Yes, politics, the weather. Call the show 515 605 9888. So at least they have something to talk about. All now, lines are open, 515-605-9888. It's the Andy and Amanda Show. Hey, hello, 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 hello. We're here. We are live. On the Andy Amanda show. We don't have Amanda, but I think we do have Cornell. Cornell's here, right? Hey, I'm here. I'm here, Andy. All right. I'm here. How we it's doing, Friday. man? I know it's it is for the Friday show. We got a text from uh, Amanda. She's having some internet issues down there where she has been um, uh, staying in Mexico. So I'm not sure she's going to be joining us or not. She might be. But anyway, um, I'm going to get right to a clip here because uh, th- this will um, this will address some things we're going to talk about, and if we can play this, we don't have to talk about them. So, so I'm just going to play this clip real quick. So, uh, I'm not sure how it came out, but I haven't heard it yet. But let's take a listen. Let's do it. Things that I wanted to share with you. According to Pew Research, the net worth of white families in 2013 was 141,000. For black families, it was 11,000, even less than the 19,000 it was in 2007. According to economist Edward Wolf of the University of New York, excluding vehicles and other durables, the median black family worth is just $1,700, while 40% of black families have zero or negative wealth. White family worth, in terms of uh, financial worth, is 69 times more than that of black families. Given this disparity, how can you argue that racism is not a driving factor in income inequality? Because it has nothing to do with race and everything to do with culture. And when you have a culture that doesn't... And when... And when it, you know what? Explain to me. You explain to me why black kids aren't graduating high school. Explain that one to me. Explain to me why black kids are shooting each other in rates significantly higher than whites are shooting each other. Explain to me why 13% of the population is responsible for 50% of the murder. Explain to me why the, why the number of blacks, black kids in prison, not for innocent reasons, not for walking down the street and getting pulled into a prison, is so high. Explain, if it has nothing to do with culture, explain to me why the single motherhood rate in the black community jumped from 20% to 70% in the same course of time that the civil rights movement has made such tremendous strides. Is America more racist now than it was in 1960? And if it is, please explain to me how that happened. Black History Month you find ridiculous. Why? You're going to relegate my history to a month? Oh, come on. What do you do with yours? 
What, which month is Life History Month? No, well, no, no, come on, tell me. Well, the, I'm Jewish. Okay. Which I'm month Jewish. is Jewish History Month? Uh, there isn't one. Oh. Oh. Why not? Yeah. Do you want one? No, no. No. I, I, I don't either. I don't want a Black History Month. Black history is American history. How are we going to get rid of racism? On stop shows? talking about it. I'm going to stop calling you a white man. Yeah. And I'm going to ask you to stop calling me a black man. I know you as Mike Wallace. You know me as Morgan Freeman. Why do you believe you're right about trans people given the American Psychological Association, American Medical Association, American Psychoanalytic Association? I can go on. That are very prominent and govern the um, the existing like health uh, health government or health industries within um, like the major yeah. Western countries, um, and all of these associations have billions, billions, trillions, trillions, trillions million, 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 four hundred billion suns, billion, trillion, million, billion, trillions of doctors, sociologists, psychologists, and with PhDs in their respective fields backing the idea that sex and gender are different, effectively gaining the medical consensus for sex and gender being two different concepts, yet you have a different opinion. Okay, so sex and gender are two different concepts, but gender is tied to biology. So one of the big problems that, that you see in sort of the, the argument in favor of trans rights is this notion that gender and sex are completely separable. They're not completely separable. If they are completely separable, then this means that identifying people by their subjective gender really has no relevance as to whether they are a male or a female. So smart. You think you can tell a man from a woman? Male and female are biological terms. So using terminology like male and female to describe a self-perception self of of maleness or femaleness is sort of a bizarre way of arguing whether a thing is a man or a woman. So here's my question. It's an argument that my friend Matt Walsh likes to make. What is a woman? Define what a woman is without reference to the word woman, please. Um, so this is actually a logical fallacy called a red herring. You're asking me a question in different or um, in order to actually challenge my question without... No, it isn't. I'm saying that I, it really is not. I'm saying that biology, I, I'm, I'm agreeing with you that, that the notion of gender, which is effeminateness or masculinity, can be different from biology in the sense that biology is just pure male or pure female. But to suggest that there is such a thing as an effeminate male is not to suggest that an effeminate male is now a woman. Transgenderism makes the argument that if you believe that you are a woman, you are therefore a woman. Or if you believe that you are a man, you are therefore a man. I disagree with this. There are objective measures as to whether you are a man or a woman. There are objective measures as to whether you are male or female. There's there, there certainly a spectrum when, when, with regard to effeminateness versus masculinity. That's certainly true. That does not change the underlying sexual dichotomy that is the basis for all human reproduction. It's a Democrat hoax. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, yes, folks. It is. You, you <laughs> oh. <laughs> Hello, boy. Well, how you doing? Amanda made it. Amanda made it. We got a message from you that you were having some, uh, yeah, some, yeah. Uh, some uh, issues <laughs> down there. Yeah. And, yeah, I was and you're back. I'll explain the situation. What is uh, that? Just briefly. So, mm-hmm. I, as you know, boys, I've uh, been trying to get a, a new computer to do all my work mm-hmm. on. So I, mm-hmm. I managed to get a, an updated Apple iMac, 
And oh. they, they, the one I've got, the model I've got, is not the most expensive one, but it, obviously they are still expensive. So, but yeah. I expected them to have normal USBs on the back, and the headset that I use has a USB and an, an audio jack. And I was mm-hmm. praying, I was like, please let this microphone work on just an audio jack, and it does. Hallelujah, yeah. I'm here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you sound yeah. fine. Yeah. Sounds fine. Awesome. Thank you. That's you know, look, okay. you know, listen, this is the, uh, you know. Listen, this is the way it is. Yeah, yes. absolutely right. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Hey, this is the Friday show. We have a weekend ahead of us. I can't believe it's another Friday show. We have Amanda Love. This is the Andy Amanda show. To get on board, here you dial 515-605-9888. Amanda is in Mexico, not uh, on, in the U.K. as the introduction improperly said in the beginning there. Um, she's in Mexico. She'll be going back to U.K. in July and we will be once again from the UK and the USA right now, or Mexico, USA, and Cornell Butler, of course, who introduced us and put this whole thing together over two yeah. years ago, is in uh, on the East Coast, floating around there in, in Delaware. And um, he's floating. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's levitating <laughs> off the ground. Yeah, right. <laughs> Not like they, you know, just starting. No, no, no. Over two years now, two years, you know, and uh, and and you know we, why? Because. I like my hips like to be held, and I like to, like, you know, so I can still move back and forth and, you know, work it, like, twerk it. It keeps us going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. 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 Oh, yes. So what's going on, guys? How's everybody doing? Uh, I, I, I can tell. the East Coast, it's been raining all day, and... It's been very cold, so it's like, oh, oh man. Oh, darling. I'm uh, uh, on the opposite end of that. I'm overheated right now, and the temperature's going up again tomorrow, so I'm kind of nervous <laughs> because, you know, I'm just, I just I can just about tolerate this heat today, and it's going to go up about another five degrees tomorrow. So um, it's uh, like, oh, the whole weekend is going to be mega hot. I shouldn't complain because if I was in the UK, I'd be complaining it's cold. It's funny how yeah. humans find a way to complain about the weather. We're never happy. And don't get me wrong, I'm, in, I'm enjoying wearing shorts and, and, and shorter you know, tops and stuff like that and just feeling like so much freer in that sense, walking around bare feet. And it's beautiful. And being out in the sun and getting all that vitamin D. But I, I think it's the humidity that's kicking my ass right now. It's the... the um, the stickiness that you get and you feel like you're suffocating sometimes and it's just like that part I could do without, but, you know. Um, now, that's what Andy's going to say about California. Here I know, he's, go. he's going to tell us it's perfect. I'm hearing you guys. Oh, it's how hot and humid. Oh, it's cold, miserable, and rainy. I'm not going to say a word. I'm not, I've invited you both. I've invited you oh, both. Oh, that's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. Mm-hmm. The sun gets in my eyes. Do, 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 do. The sun. Did I tell you guys, you know that festival I got? I told you guys I played a festival last weekend, the Eclectic Music Festival yep. here. And um, there, was a, there was an outbreak of COVID from uh, uh, performers, attendees, outdoor stages, indoor stages. A whole bunch of people ended up with COVID all, this week. From, oh my goodness. from attending or playing that festival. Wow. And, um, yeah, that's something. And that's something. Wow. It really yeah. is. That's crazy. It is. It is. And the surprising thing to me is, and I don't know what strain, I lost count of the strains, the uh, 
the apocalyptic one or the uh, the Ob- Obamacron, the, uh, the what do you, I don't know, <laughs> whatever they are. I don't know what what the latest breed is. I don't know. The, or, I just the, see the, the rescue every time. The rescue breed. I don't know. Um, but the um, whatever the latest one is. I don't. But it's amazing to me because this festival was last weekend and they suddenly people started coming down and getting sick and they a lot of positive pregnancy tests. I mean, excuse me, positive. Uh, not pregnancy test. Uh, <laughs> oh, my goodness. Positive. Positive are, uh, well, what are we about? Uh, they're not in the state where the uh, abortion thing is an issue. Co- co- COVID <laughs> test. Yeah, 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 COVID tests. Uh, so suddenly, but evidently, a lot of people have been, they who attended this thing, performers and attendees alike, have been uh, coming down with shit. You know, hey, uh, speaking of that, uh, abortions and real quick this this is uh, something that just came off the wire uh oh. day yesterday okay uh yeah. michigan michigan the attorney general for the state of michigan yeah. said no matter what happens with supreme court ruling they will not prosecute anybody who gets an abortion nor will they prosecute any abortion provider in the entire state of michigan seven county attorney generals also Including Detroit and Arbor, the bigger counties in uh, in Michigan have even within the state have said independently in their counties they will not prosecute anybody for having an abortion or any provider for for providing a an abortion in, in women's health care services. Um, wow, that ain't going to happen. They don't care. They don't care what the Supreme Court does. You know, they can go ahead and say, "Hey, abortion is illegal." Well, we're not going to prosecute it. Yeah, you, you can't wow. make us prosecute it. We're not, we're not going to do it. Wow. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, and I think what we're going to do is we're going to see a uh, a turnout in November uh, because regardless of of party, uh, especially women voters, uh, millennials, uh, more progressive, you know, many, 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 it's, you know, sixty nine. This is called seventy percent of the population is pro woman's choice. I'm not going to say pro or, or not pro regarding abortion, but mm. pro woman's choice. And, yeah. and this this issue uh, resonates very heavily within that population, and you're going to see a massive turnout, I believe, in the midterms in November, which are going to give yeah. the Democrats a, a majority in the Senate, a, even a bigger one in the House. And they're going to be able to legislate and protect Roe v. Wade by a matter of law. The Supreme Court won't be able to do a damn thing about it. And since when has the Supreme Court been a legislative body? That's what we're seeing here, and I think that pretty much sucks. You know, Elizabeth Warren is uh, has a bill right now that she's trying to massage into the house for vote that would uh provide four more supreme court justices uh the way this the supreme court was designed was x amount of justices for x amount of population or voting regions of the country whatever whatever it is anyway it's it's the population those regions have grown so disproportionately since that design that there's actually a vacancy of four more justices than we have that you can legally put on the Supreme Court. Yeah. And and I remember when uh, during the, the election, one of the campaign uh, uh, issues from the Republicans was, oh, Biden's going to pack the Supreme Court. Biden's going to pack because Trump put all his, you know, these folks um, that got in front of the confirmation hearings when asked about Roe v. Wade. They said it's, it's been the law for 50 years. The law is the law. Law yeah. is the law. You got to respect the law. Then they then they lie. Supreme Court judges get on the, the Supreme Court and lie because they they said something else during the nomination hearings, the confirmation hearings. Excuse me. Um, that they, the law is the law. We're not going to interfere with the law. The law is the law. Uh, wow. And, <laughs> a lot. So 
Um, anyway, um, you know, as I was saying, part of the the, the big uh, scare on the GOP was, oh, the Democrats are going to pack the Supreme Court. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Well, I hope they do. I hope they do. I don't know if that's going to happen. No. You know. Wow. Anyway, let's talk about margaritas. So uh, it was Cinco yeah. De, yeah, it was Cinco de Mayo yesterday. I had you know, I had enchiladas for lunch, and today I had burritos for lunch. Ooh, and, I'm proud. Hey, man. And, uh, Cornell, how about you? Did you celebrate uh, Cinco de Mayo? Um, yes, I did yesterday. I mm. drove me a margarita, and my, guess what? My wife made some pizza muffins. Oh, wow. wow. Republicans love it. They do. Yeah. <laughs> pizza muffins. That sounds so cool. Ugh. Yes. Wow. Oh well. my goodness! I'm wanting them. <laughs> pizza muffin. You put the um, all the ingredients of a pizza, like um, you know, mushrooms and all that stuff, and then you take the um sauce and dip after the it comes out the oven and it's heated up. You dip it in the um tomato sauce. It's so delicious, man. Oh my mm. goodness! Nice and tight after you're inside of it. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he said, yes. Depends what you do with it, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) I almost think after I said, I'm not going to hear, I'm not going to eat no more muffins tonight. Oh, I find it's delicious, though, like when my food's watering. Muffin in my mouth. <laughs> uh, he'll do it the first day he gets in, he'll do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm trying to remember what I actually ate yesterday. How bad is that? I can't remember. Hmm. That is, um, oh, but I do have a homemade margarita right now. Oh, you, you, you sent a picture of it. You sent a picture of one yesterday. I, I do, a picture of- but... Yeah, I will send one on the work chat, and for anyone listening, if um, our wonderful coordinator, the greatest man I know, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, al- alongside mm-hmm. you, Andy, of course. I was going to say. <laughs> I was going to say. I was going to say. You know, because I, I know like cucumbers. Can you? I'm the only one. I like cucumbers. If Thank he you. can um, be so mm-hmm. kind as to uh, show our our um, our listeners. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, you, okay, in. I sent it to the work chat so you boys can see. But, um, I yeah, yeah. <laughs> I gotcha. I got you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Ooh, looking good. Yeah. Yes, I know, right? Yes. Take I got a question. <laughs> I, what are you guys doing over the weekend? Anybody got any special plans? Well, um, I'm gonna. Take my dog. She goes to um, Bow Wow. It's a, it's a place that train dogs and everything, how to sit, how to do it. And uh, after that, back to whiskey. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I, I I don't know what I'm going to be doing. Um, probably kind of staying out the sun a bit, but um, I don't know. I don't know. I, um. Yeah, I think we were, we were planning to go out tomorrow to possibly get some bits. So 
we shall see. We shall see. But it's, I think it's going to be a, a fairly relaxed weekend. And um, I've still got to set some stuff up on this computer to get ready for work on Monday. So, mm. um, yeah. Mm. It's going to be a nice, I'm, uh, nice weekend. I'm going to go out and, and try to meet some nice people. But, uh, you are but, physically repulsive. So oh. that becomes very, uh, I, you know, I'm going to try. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, thanks. No, I'm just really. <laughs> oh, no. No respect. They're None. Lying. They're None. Lying. Don't None. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, but anyway, um, I, I, I'm probably going to head down to the beach. Mm. I'm yeah. mm-hmm. I'll be so beautiful. That's gorgeous. I'll send you some photos. Up, we should yes. put them up. up. It's, it's beautiful. It depends on which beach. They're all beautiful. There's so many beaches to choose from here in Southern California. Mm. But uh, most thing, of all, it? I'm going to grab my guitar, I'm going to get out there, and I'm going to go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I can go make a... Yeah, 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 thank you. I'm going to... Um, You're making a margarita. I wonder if I... Uh, yeah. What are yeah, you, you please... drinking, Cornell? Got a beer? I said, what are you drinking, darling? Well, I'm I'm, I'm definitely smoking another cigar. And Ooh. today I'm drinking this new Mountain Dew Zero. Ooh, pretty up. good? Oh. Not really. I, I need to <laughs> like, yo, dude, this thing is like, oh, yeah. I love the original Mountain Dew. It's just, oh, yummy. But I don't drink it too often. Um, but when I do, I really enjoy it. But I, I know in the U.S. you've got multiple flavors, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get yes. jealous of that, really, because the U.S. has so many various flavors. Like, we took ages to get various flavors of Oreo cookies. Okay, I'm like, what's the deal mm. with that? Seriously, mm. come on. And it's the same with Mountain Dew, you know? So You have Mountain Dew down there. You do have Mountain Dew in Mexico, right? Yeah, but it's the, yeah. I think there's two different types now that we have. <laughs> You've probably got a massive of flavors there, but um, no, I just, I'm so in love with the original one. I've not, obviously not got to taste all the others, but I'm sure they're yummy. Mm. 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 Yeah, we have, do you have, do you have Dr. Pepper down there? Oh yes, I love that. Oh, I love Dr. Pepper. Yeah, I, I do too. Dr. <laughs> I'm going to go to. Uh, I'm headed over to Las Vegas. A... Oh, I'm going to go. I want to go see if I can find. Eight uh, percent of Americans believe Elvis is still alive. I heard he's in. Ve- I, 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 thank you. I heard he's in Vegas. I heard oh, he's in Vegas. Yeah. I'm sure you'll bump into him. I've heard he's quite a celebrity there. Vegas is only four hour drive from me, or you know, quick, quick flight. You can fly there for like thirty nine dollars. You know, wow. Vegas, yeah. 
Yeah. How long does it take yeah. to fly there? Uh, 45 minutes, right around there, 40 minutes. But, but does like it make it any quicker because of, of having to, like, check in earlier and things like that? Does it still apply yeah, to yeah, full if flight? You, if you do all that, you get to the airport, go to security, weed at the gate, the whole blah, 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 get off the airplane, get, you know, find your way to the exit, get to a car or whatever. You can drive there in four hours. Yeah, yeah I was going to say. Get, and then you have a car when you get there. You know, you drive around. You're not, you know, rent a car, Ubering all over the place. If you know, some people just park in Uber. You can, you, it's probably not a bad way to do it. But anyway, yeah. it's just, it's just for four hours. Bam, bam. It's a straight shot. You do, mm. you do go across the desert. You go across, you go across the, uh, not the Sahara. That's uh, what would that be? That's Valley. <laughs> that, Sahara. No, it wouldn't be Nevada. Yeah. Does it? Yeah, yeah. So it is a straight. It's just so if you go like. In the afternoon, during the warmer months, it can be 115 degrees out there. So make sure oh. your radiators are good. Yeah, oh. it can 105, 100. You watch if you have an external, um, you know, exterior, whatever you call it, uh, temperature gauge in your car, and you're driving across that desert. You watch that thing go 88, 92, oh 95, 98, 102, 103, oh. 101. You know, and the summertime it could easily go 112. Yeah. Oh wow, yeah. that's the point. I'd be getting nervous seeing it climb so quickly. I'd be like, "Please, car." Yeah, so you want to make you, you want to make sure your tires and radiator are in good shape. I have an electric uh, car, of course, and I can zip zip around. Doesn't really bother me no matter what I do, <laughs> I where I say, go. That's the yeah. best way to get there in a Tesla. Yeah, it is, and I I can do it with. Uh, for I maybe take one stop. Barstow, California is where the Tesla supercharger is, I think. And you just stop in Barstow and then make your way over to Vegas. One quick stop. It's not even a long stop at that. You charge us for wow. a little bit, maybe 20 right. minutes, right. and bam, you're out of here. Yeah. Wow. Take a nice trip. Like, oh, oh life is great. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, yeah, it, it drives right. by itself. And, you know, you, you take a break and, you know, you, 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 know, you pee or get a drink or whatever. You know, get something to eat at the state to see where the supercharger is, whatever. You relax a little bit, get in the car, and it takes you on the rest of the way to Vegas. That's pretty oh, good. It's like, ride, so it's like cool. riding a train. Oh, it's the best. It's the absolute best. Yeah, really great. Really wow. great. <laughs> hmm? Yeah, yeah, really. Really. What? Nice cars, folks. Well, you know, kind of expensive, but if you look at the the cost of ownership over years of ownership and the fact that the cars don't lose their value, they they don't. You know, try try doing that with a Chevrolet, right? Uh, um, yeah, very true. It, it, it's well worth the Hello, investment upfront. Yeah, it is well well worth it if you look and at you the get actual. To... Mm-hmm. Sorry, go on. Go on, no, and, and also, even to, to if you go to superchargers, which are be 24 cents and 28 cents per kilowatt, uh, mm. and you have 72 kilowatt battery, whatever. You know, so it costs you 25 dollars to, so to speak, fill her up, quote unquote. You know, top it off with energy. Yeah. Um, I've got a I've got a, a Ford that would cost 75 dollars to fill up, and I've got a uh, in gas, and I've got a, a smaller Ford that's 55 dollars to fill up. And wow, the, uh, okay. the focus is either free, wow. some place of free charging, and or or, you know, eight dollars here, fifteen dollars there. You know, bam to go. Yeah, you know, twenty five dollars go three hundred miles. I mean, did really? you pay the focus? You got a Ford Focus. I have a Focus. Yeah, I have a Focus. Oh, Plus I 50- love the Ford Focus. It's a great car. We, it's a yeah. great car. Fifty fifty five dollars here in California to fill it up. Wow, that's really good. Wow. Fifty five. What's the what's the fuel cost down there in Mexico? Oh, do you know what? I don't know because literally um, I'm not driving. Um, I'm mm-hmm. not being driven. We're literally mm. going uh, on foot and by bus, which is absolutely beautiful. That's so kind of cool. Experience the rawness of everything, you know, really, yeah. really connect with Mexico. 
So yeah. um, that was a personal choice because I could have had mm-hmm. a car here. And it was just like, mm-hmm. no, you know, let's just do it in style. I'm here to experience what Mexico's like, the culture, everything. Yeah. Oh, so let's oh, just oh, do it that oh, way. In that, case, in that case, you have a horse? Oh, I would love to have a horse. <laughs> <laughs> We're here to experience what Mexico's like. Oh, yes. Wow. High old silver. Oh, anyway. Um... <laughs> oh, I know, if only. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I'm, I'm, you know, doing it that way. But so I, I can honestly tell you three. I mean, if I if I see, it, I'll uh, I'll inform you guys. I haven't really paid much attention to that, in all fairness. Um, mm. But yeah, the bus is an experience. It really is. Um, I was laughing mm. about it actually because <laughs> um, I'm sure in the UK and the US is very similar. I mean, the buses here are uh, pretty much like buses you get in the US and the UK. But the only difference is they they've got these like hard plastic seats and uh you've got a bus driver who likes to be a little heavy on his foot you kind of you know on the brakes and you kind of slide backwards and forwards on these seats and hold on for dear oh life oh gosh wow. <laughs> but oh, uh, crap. yeah, yeah it's, it's a fun experience once you get used to it <laughs> <laughs> so, it's like a roller coaster uh, pretty much, and you kind of hope and pray that the bus driver doesn't have a death wish. <laughs> oh, smokes. Holy smokes, the traffic, oh, jeez. The traffic, seeing I've had, you know, like, these near panic attacks on the bus because I've seen cars cut up the bus, like, play chicken with them, and I'm like, are you for real? You literally just skimmed the bus, and I've seen cars on the side of the road in accidents, and it's like... Wow, okay, so it makes me nervous about the idea of driving here. Maybe it's a good idea that I didn't. <laughs> but, um, yeah, each country is different, aren't they, on the road and uh, how they behave. If you went to Spain, oh, my goodness, in Spain, they're just, they just don't, they don't really care. They take up as much of the road they want. You know, they put their foot down and, you know, really go for it. And So, mm. yeah. <laughs> it's interesting, <laughs> the comparisons. But it's mm. a lot of fun. Yeah, groovy. Uh, man, I I have never been to Mexico. It's one place I've never been. I never really had a. I guess I, when you think of for me going to Mexico is like going to one of the resort areas. You know, that's what I'd like to go. You know, go mm. see one. Of, like, but then you get a bunch of people from the United States going to resort areas. <laughs> Welcome to Mexico. <laughs> yeah. You might as well go to Miami. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I know what you're like, saying. So, but you're, you're in Monterey. You're like you're like in Mexico. The local culture, the local life oh, experience. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. None of these like touristy kind of spots. And I'm not actually in the center of Monterey either. I'm on the outskirts. So it takes Mm. me about 45 minutes to an hour on the bus to get right into the city. And um, so I'm even uh, experiencing even more the rawness and the culture of of Mexico, which is beautiful. And it's so fascinating. And it's taught me a lot about, you know, other countries and the cultures, differences, and the way people are with each other, and um, myself as well, I've learned quite a bit about myself, so yeah, mm. it's it's great, great experience, and I'm very blessed, very blessed. Mm. Nice, nice. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. How, how's your family doing, Amanda, back in the UK? Uh, as far as I know, they're all groovy, yeah, my sister, Good. bless her, she's been um, experiencing COVID, um, <clears throat> and she's had it for uh, over two weeks now. Ooh, and wow. yeah, she keeps testing and it keeps showing up as positive. Uh, so she's just got a bit of a, a cough that's not really clearing mm. and, um, you know, just headaches mm. and 
tiredness more than anything. But other than that, she's she's not let it stop her. She's crossed the road into the fields and gone for a walk with the dog to get fresh air, you know, away from everybody. Good. And, um, you know, done her, her a little bit to stay connected and human with the world while she's experiencing this and not putting anybody else in, in harm's way. Um, yeah, and everybody else, I think, is, is pretty much okay. I try and stay in contact with everybody as much as I can and um, mm-hmm. video calls and photos and stuff like that and little stories that of, of my time in Mexico and what's going on there. But, I mean, the, everything's crazy with the energy prices um, and, you know, mm. tax on foods going up and fuel and everything else with the economy the way it is. So everybody's feeling the struggle of that in the UK. It's, it's what I've heard. Um, so bless them. And it's going to be interesting to see what I go back to. <laughs> kind of nervous about that. Yeah, it's going to be a... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. Mm. Wow. Yeah, you know, um, there's a, a new uh, phenomenon in the uh, in United States. Oh, Okay, what is that? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> I just thought I would just go on here. <laughs> it's that good, you don't know what it is. <laughs> everybody's... They're running in droves. I don't know what it is. Wow. I heard there was some sort of a terrorist attack in... um, A terrorist attack? Um, No, a terrorist attack. A terrorist Um, attack. Is it in uh, Israel or somewhere like that? The the Palestinians and... um, there's some some mm. sort of funky thing going on. I haven't been checking the news as much. It was literally on Twitter earlier today. And, you know, you just catch certain headlines you're scrolling through. And, um, of course, the the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard thing is all over Twitter. And, um, of course, Elon Musk has been dragged into it because he had a, a child with um, Amber Heard. And he's been put under the microscope about his life and what kind of person he is and his motives in life. It's interesting how when celebrities come up and they're, uh, you know, a, a big thing splashed everywhere and then anybody that's ever been connected to them in any way then gets put under that microscope as well. And I uh, kind of feel sorry for Elon Musk at this point. But, um, yeah, he's a good guy. He's a fine guy, isn't he? I quite, I quite mm. like him. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But I'm sure yeah. there's the opinions vary on that. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I thought about this terrorist attack and um, more issues with the... Um, the Russian war and they're bombing more places and this is sickening, isn't it? It really is. The craziness mm. stuff going on. Yeah, All that kind of horror. It's amazing when you read, I, you know, I don't even stay in touch with the news these days. We used to put on the news and do summaries and do little cards and kind of go over the provide our, you know, our two cents worth, whatever it be, whatever that was worth here. Yeah. Um, and imagine I would talk, you know, we spend a lot of shows talking about the news, what it means, what's going on, and behind the headlines, and trying to, you know, in search of the truth, really, and, you know, trying solutions that would be positive of the issue, as opposed to problems, let's find the answers to them, and that's kind of been our approach. And, and uh, you know, I've, I got to tell you, I have really not paid much attention to the news. I mean, it's tragic what you hear when you do put on the news. You know, it's one thing after another. Oh, um, yeah. I just, yeah. I, I just don't remember a time ever a time when you just had such discourse in the United States, such, you know, horrible things going on in the world since World War II regarding yeah. Russia and Ukraine. 
um, you know, terrorist attacks, financial things. I mean, just one thing, you know, the splitting of the United States from the Trump administration, um, you know, what, what, we haven't been one in this country, I don't think, since 9-11, where we really all stood together, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's really been, and whenever you turn on the news, it just, that's what you see. One, It's one side versus like, a, it's like the presenting sides. Yeah. It's like watching a football game. You know, yeah. Like the, the news has become uh, every little news story becomes a matter of some kind of political has it a political angle. You know, I'm, I'm not yeah. not not exclusively, but I'm gen- in general, and, and you know, not of course there are exceptions, but you know what I'm saying. It just seems that you mm. you just see a lot of of that, and I just remember ever a time where you just put on the news that were just like one this person said that and this did this and they did this and they're you know it just yeah. Uh, it's, it's true. It's it's, it's ridiculous, man, though, isn't it? it? Yes, darling. It, 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 it will drain you with Andy talking about. It's like, dude, it's like, it's yeah. like exactly like, positive stuff on the news. You know, I know, like, and you don't see much of it, do you at all? Yeah. It's like, mm. yeah. Geez. I know. It's That's um. That's show to listen to. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and also, uh, some of you might know, uh, may have known that uh, Jen Paskey, the uh, White House press secretary, who I'm very fond of, compared to that girl we used to have, I forget, and, and McEnany, I forget, what was her name, uh, and uh, whatever, McEnany, something like Ellie, El- Ellie, no, she's in the Beverly Hillbillies, not Ellie, um, yeah, well, it, what, something McEnany. <laughs> I'm thinking of the girl in Beverly Hillbillies. She should have been a press secretary. Man, I would tune her in any day. Um, Jane, um, uh, uh, the, uh, Jen Paskey, though, Paskey, however you pronounce her name, I never got that straight. Um, she welcomed um, the new uh, press secretary, uh, Karine Jean-Pierre, who will take over the press secretary's role from, um, and I guess when's that going to start? Uh, Next month, soon, I don't know, whenever. Anyway, um, she'll be the first black and LGBTQUSTABCDE. <laughs> All Excellent. whatever initials, thank you. All those initials yeah. that go that some that go after some people's names now. I mean, you know, it, and now if you don't say enough initials, they say you got to say the whole pronoun, whatever LGB, whatever. Now you got to say LGBTQRST. All those letters, whatever. I don't even know what they all mean. But um, <laughs> what, what you know, I, yeah. I, I I don't know. I'm just you know everybody's anybody. I don't don't I don't wait to label somebody what they are by 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 some initials. That just you're you. I mean whatever whatever. Yeah. It's okay. I you're, know. you're you. You know what I mean. I don't. Yeah. What, do I? I don't care. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. Whatever you need. Whatever you need to be. However you need to be. Whatever you're into. However you need to be into it. That's cool. What, you know. Yeah. What, you, it's a beautiful attitude to have, isn't it? I mean, I um. There was a. Everybody's kind of praising this psychiatrist at the moment that was defending um, Johnny Depp. She's put on as a witness in in the mm-hmm. trial to discuss mm-hmm. Amber Heard's mental state of mind, and she literally. Grilled. I mean, she came back at Amber's lawyer like shut her down, and everybody all over social media was like, "This woman is a legend." Her name Whoa. is um, Doctor. I can't remember her first name. Doctor something Curry. And I oh, checked uh, out Ruth. Doctor Ruth. It's, I know. It's Doctor Ruth. <laughs> Doctor Ruth. <laughs> 
Hey, anyway. <laughs> beautiful woman. Absolutely beautiful. Very attractive. Very smart. And she could literally put this woman in her place. I was stunned. And I checked out her Instagram, and she's got these, these beautiful pictures up. And she talks about um, people that are non-binary and all that kind of thing. And she said... Here's how to understand uh, what these people are like, you know, in 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 the most positive, welcoming sense. If you're struggling mm-hmm. to understand them and get your head around, because it's confusing for a lot of people, she said, read mm-hmm. this. And I, I didn't actually read it all the way through. Um, I was busy, you know, mm-hmm. quickly going through Twitter and getting off my ass and doing things. But uh, yeah, so I was just like, oh, uh, that's okay. pretty cool. I have part of her testimony yeah. right here. Let me look it up. Amber Heard, O.J. Simpson. No, no, I am not O.J. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, here it is. Uh, yeah, Ember um, uh, Heard, psychiatrist. Here we go. This is the doctor. There's no such thing as a G spot. And there I was thinking he was all serious this time. No, we've been doing yeah, it <laughs> uh, <laughs> Let down the garden, pal. <laughs> And she continued. Yeah. No time for sex. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. she was, her was. testimony was excellent. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Very, very, very well respected. Yeah. Oh, but that marvelous. whole thing. That what do you think of that? I, mean, I, I believe her. I mean, I think you know. I, I believe that you, well, that Johnny Depp had these had these drunken, drugged out. Uh, crazed, That's whatever. the issue, isn't it? it is mm-hmm. Because she's made her. She's an, at the end of the day, and a lot of people will say this. It's always the first thing that people say. She's an actress, mm-hmm. and she, if she's able to act in a movie and put something across in a more traumatic way, that's going to, you know, work in her favor. Wouldn't you try to do that? So I'm not saying that what she said is isn't true. Not at all. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. She obviously believes it to be true, or maybe she's just blatantly lying. I don't know at this point. Mm-hmm. I do believe that Johnny Depp has been drinking and doing drugs, but he has his own life. He just hasn't done it to the extreme that he has since being with Amber Heard. When he spoke to his previous wives um, or partners, they would say, you know, they never saw him have such issues and or even touch them physically in any sense, the way mm. that Amber is bringing it across. And there's so many flaws to her story. She's already slipped up multiple times with information saying she hasn't done this and she's never said that, and it's actually documented in in the media that she said and done these things so mm. she's digging digging herself a very uh slow and deep grave for herself i think and i think johnny's lawyers are very very good very good and i think they're gonna tear her apart um on on mm. uh monday onwards um because the, the last day of the trial today they're not over the weekend so i think that's when all the the, the real excitement in that sense is going to begin uh with you know, really digging into a story and finding the holes in it, and um, yeah, I have the yeah. uh, I, I have the um, I have the uh, the opening uh, questions um, that uh, Johnny Depp's attorney is going to be asking Amber Heard on the oh, Monday. Yeah, they begin the cross examination. I'm preparing myself. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, we yeah. look into the future here on the show, as you know, we call people who from the past, and we can also look into the future. Let me look at this Monday morning trial. Here we go. Amber Heard, Johnny Depp, first question, cross-examination. And what's up, Doc? <laughs> <laughs> I do it. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's full of shit. Yeah, yeah. Not with Johnny Depp. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fun times. Yeah. I, I, I say fun. I mean, it's no fun being in their situation, is it? At the end of the day, they've both got troubles, and they've both got issues uh, that need, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, looking Mm -hmm. out for their own benefit as well as those Mm -hmm. close to them, because it's causing a lot of pain for everybody. Did you hear that the the uh, apartment building security guard's testimony? I've got a tape of that. Let me see. Uh, number set. Yeah, yeah right. Not, not, unbelievable. That was unreal. I mean, come on. The guy's in the car. You know, remember, here, let me let, let, listen to this. <laughs> hey, Andy, where, where, where was this head at? <laughs> uh, oh, God. oh my goodness you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah. there are yeah. a lot of uh people all over twitter saying that amber is um putting everybody every woman that's ever been a victim of domestic violence to shame because they were comparing her to rihanna and what she went through with chris brown how you know he managed to make her face look badly beaten up, mm. just sat in the car seat, you know, driving, mm. and then hit her from the car seat. And yet she's claiming Johnny beat on her um, the day before, shows a picture of her the next day with Hardy and Mark on her face, and supposedly had got a broken nose and everything. It's just, do, you know, you know, do you know Johnny Depp dated, um, uh, what was her name, Mona Lisa, way back when? Oh, uh, not really? Mona. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Mona Lisa? Uh, what was her name? Madonna, not not Mona Lisa. Madonna, Madonna, back really? in the uh, mid '80s. Yeah, not Mona wow. Lisa. Wow. Yeah, and I remember. Now, don't quote me on this. Okay. I believe they had similar issues. Says Madonna, way back uh, during the time of Live Aid. I was at Live Aid in 1985. I think it was at the. Uh, at uh, the Kennedy uh, uh, Stadium in Philadelphia, 100,000 people there. You know, Jack Nicholson was there, uh, 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 or uh, Chevy Chase. I remember Jack Nicholson coming out. It was hot as hell. 100,000 people there at Live Aid. Jack Nicholson comes out on stage. We're going to hose you down. And they brought the Philadelphia fire trucks in, and they sprayed. They had these powerful hoses and sprayed all the stadium. You know, it was, it was yeah. so hot. But, man, that was one hell of a show. But Johnny Depp was backstage because Madonna came out, you know, on stage. And I don't know what she did, danced or something and sang. I don't know. I forget. But uh, <laughs> I just remember because she was dating Johnny Depp at the time. This is mid-80s. Right. And I, I remember they had kind of that, – that Madonna said something to the extent – Maybe not as great to the extent, but I just remember reading the tabloids at the time about 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 Johnny Depp and how he was with Madonna. And then this is in the mid eighties, right? So okay. That, but yeah, yeah. So, oh, and it's surprising that, but in a, in a court of law, you can't, you know, let's say, you know, the case it, it would be irrelevant to say what he what he may or may have not done with the oh, girl yeah. he dated. You know, yeah. decades ago has no relevance mm-hmm. to the case being brought up, up, upon the court today. No, and therefore, and it's they, not admissible. Yeah, yeah, they would argue it's hearsay as well, wouldn't they? If you said, "Oh, it, well, yeah, it, even if Madonna came up and testified, it wouldn't be irrelevant to yeah. what's the, the, the matter at hand." You know? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what? You know what? Know what? The, it it um, uh, comes to the forefront in my mind. Anita Hill, Clarence Thomas. Okay. Uh-oh. Here's this. Here's this. Young has no reason to jeopardize her reputation, her career, herself, her, who she is, her identity, 
by going to Washington and, and revealing something about this guy and how he conducted himself, you know, prior regarding um, sexual inappropriateness uh, to mm. her and who knows who else uh, during the time that they worked together. And remember, Arlen Specter just grilled her, and I ended up liking Arlen Specter. But every time I think about how he grilled this poor woman who had nothing to gain, but just hey, folks, you, you need to know this. You know, uh, now I'm, I'm going to go to Washington and make it up. I'm going to get on national TV and make up some lie, you know. And they just grilled her, and it just – it wasn't about her. It was about men, 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 men. You know, <laughs> I know. I, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know um, it, it just – you know, wow. This is a – this is this is a, a – is this a man's world, really? You know, in many ways, you know, it's tough for a woman to – to, to get out and I don't know I feel bad I don't know sometimes I'm embarrassed okay. to be part of the male race you know I asked a girlfriend of mine one time because she was very into now as a member of the, the National Organization of her uh, what that stand for now National Organization of Women right yeah now um, she's very active and in um, now and um, so we were talking about it and I said, let me ask you a question, because I'm also very pro-women's rights and very pro-equality. A woman should get paid for the same job and the same task that a man gets paid for. A woman has a baby, a man doesn't. A woman is entitled to maternity leave and, and, and you know, all, all this stuff. I'm very, very pro-women's rights, very much so. And um, so I, I asked uh, my girlfriend at the time, why can't a guy who is very, very strongly supportive of women's rights and, and inequality. Mm. I mean, let alone racial inequality. I'm talking about men and women, no matter what color, religion, whatever else you are. You know, just, just the different men and women, period. What, yeah. would, what is wrong with the guy being like the president of now? Yeah. Why can't why yeah. can't a guy be? You no, know, you know, let's, isn't that reverse? Whatever. Like, so you have to, only a woman could hold office of, of of the National Organization of Women. Why can't a guy hold office who's as supportive of those rights as the women are? But yet he's a guy. Yes, exactly. You know, you know I, what I'm saying. Gets, you know, women are seen as the the vulnerable, um, needy. Mm-hmm. Um, Creatures that are easily damaged, and yes, mm-hmm. okay, I, I can understand that on one level. I get it. I'm a woman. I understand. Mm-hmm. However, men are just as uh, vulnerable and have the ability to fall under things like uh, domestic violence and, and all that other stuff. So, um, you know, I think I, I don't like the way men immediately get the blame um, when a woman comes forward and says, this man abused me. And unless there's enough evidence to prove, you know, this guy actually did it, then obviously. Um, I just think that it is rough on, on men. Um, yeah. Just as much as it can I, be for women, you know? I, I remember in the uh, when I was got my commercial licenses and I built up my flight time and I'm qualified for an airline job and I'm up there knocking at doors and more at the economy was really bad at the time and airlines are furloughing pilots and I'm out there trying to find a job and then they started hiring solely but surely and there was Andy trying to get a gig. Uh, it's a, you know, I, I did end up getting jobs, but when I was trying to get a major airline job, um, you know, uh, folks would tell me, and I heard this repeatedly, repeatedly. You got a couple of things going against you. And I'm like, oh, what's yeah. that? A, you're not black. B, you're not a woman. And a matter of fact, C, you're not a black woman. If, if you had any of those things, you'd get hired by an airline tomorrow. And I'm like, well, isn't that reverse discrimination? Yes. It is. Yes. Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah. I like something JJ would say. 
<laughs> oh God! One of these days we got to let our audience know what what that means. But anyway, don't worry about it. Uh, um, but uh, yeah, so so but but fast forward to today. Uh, oh, it's something else. I remember when I was a student. I'm a commercial flight student at a major aviation university. I had a great instructor who was a major in the Air Force, C-141 captain, who, who became an instructor at the university I attended and I was an, as an aeronautics and aviation major. So we're taxiing out uh, at a Daytona Beach Regional Airport for takeoff. And yeah. the first time in my life, and I'm 18 years old, 18, I guess it was, 17, 18, 18 it must have been, something like that. But anyway, uh, we're taxiing out. And I heard, heard for, and I started flying when I was 16, so I was already been flying. So um, I heard the first woman air traffic controller in my life, and I, you know, I heard a woman ground controller, you know, talking to you know, Eastern Airlines and Delta and whoever else, and us, and um, the uh, former major Air Force guy, my instructor, turned to me, says, "Don't you know how we dress women in the tower when we're ready to taxi?" And I said innocently, "Uh, no." And he says, "Little flower in the tower." What's the runway of the hour? <laughs> That's so cute. Yeah. It is kind of cute. It is cute. <laughs> and then fast forward. Now I'm now I'm a, a jet pilot flying passengers all over the place in commercial jets. And um, and at this time, there's more women flying. You hear more women pilots. I think United was was a real real pioneer in getting more women aboard at the time, as I recall. Anyway, so I'm flying with a guy. Uh, we're we're kind of new flying together. We get along great. We're we're friends to this day, actually. And um, he's a captain. I'm a first officer, and uh, I'm in the right seat. We're flying airplanes on autopilot up at altitude, flying coast to coast, whatever it might be. And um, and we hear United uh, woman pilot checking in, you know, to air traffic air traffic control center. And he looks at me after the woman checks it, and he looks at me and says, ah, there goes another empty kitchen. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, what? <laughs> oh, 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 oh. And I didn't say anything. I, heard that. <laughs> I didn't say anything. I didn't yeah. say anything. I just was, I knew he was joking. He was, he was, he's a real good guy. But, but you know, he yeah. said it as part of the, you know. But it just, yeah. you know, if you don't hear a, a guy checking with New York Center and then another pilot saying that there goes an empty, another empty bowling alley. Yeah. You know, all right? There goes another empty baseball field or another whatever. I don't know. No, there goes I another. Know what you're uh, saying, but I think men would be complaining just as much if women chose something very stereotype about women, uh, men, sorry, and, you know, mm-hmm. were saying it all the time about men. They would be like, oh, here mm-hmm. she goes again. Yeah, I've got this captain. Yep. I've got a recording of a, of, a, of, a, um, of a Delta captain here um, talking to the passengers here. Wait, listen to this. Tell me, wait, here we go. I, 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 I got something to do. I got to go do boom, boom, boom. <laughs> that's a plane I'm never getting on. <laughs> that sounds like a spirit um, plane. My <laughs> spirit. No, I'm just joking. Because <laughs> we take, you know, as we said, we, we, like, we choose like, uh, truth over facts. We do. Mm-hmm. That's what we try to. Over facts, not facts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Folks, we do have some minutes to get on board our show if you'd like to style this the number. number. 303-330-330-330-330-330. Yep, Andy and Amanda <laughs> show here Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 9 p.m. Mm-hmm. Block Talk Radio. 
We're here. Yeah. 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 If you want to um, <laughs> dial that number, if you want to dial Egypt. <laughs> <laughs> or Moss. <laughs> yeah, right. Three. 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 Go. Three. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I'll that was a fun you. time on this show. I, it really is. It it's, is. Isn't it great? We have so much love. Oh, doesn't he sound like he's had one too many? Mm. Yeah, uh, yes, or he's mm. extremely tired and, and bored and not really meaning what he's saying. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Oh, there you go. Oh, here we go. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Yeah. He just got out of bed. The sun is shining. He's got more energy. <laughs> yeah. He needs it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, it's a fun time. It's a fun time. We're back here on uh, on Monday, 9 p.m. Um, New York. What's that? Eastern Daylight Time, 9 p.m. And, oh, yeah. you know... Um, Ooh. Our our numbers. I want to tell you guys that our numbers, both live broadcasts and the podcast, which is what happens to our show after we're finished, it goes right on to gets distributed. You can't call in, obviously. You can't call in the podcast show. We're, we might try to change that. We might we're going to try to we might try that one day to actually do a live podcast. We can call into a podcast. We we haven't done it yet, but we're looking at it. Um, yes. But we we are up thirty percent over the over the previous fourteen days. Oh wow! That's great. Mm-hmm. And over the past month, we were up forty one point four percent. Wow. So, yeah. The yeah. numbers so, are growing and expanding. Just 2,701 2, downloads on our podcast. Thank you, folks. Really. Yes. Thank seriously. You. Really. That, that literally lifts us up and motivates and, us. And, and do, you know, yeah. do you know what I have to do to sit here and download our show 2,000 times? Uh, you press the button. <laughs> 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 and I want to say that an increasing number of our podcast downloads are occurring in Thailand. Yeah. Wow. And, yeah, and also Ireland. Ireland and Ireland and Thailand. Oh, Ireland. Sure. So welcome aboard, you guys hearing the podcast around the world. You're downloading it. I'm not sure yes. what. Let us know. Andy Demand Your Show at gmail.com. Do us a favor. Just open up your email account real quick. Pop us a quick note. Tell us where you are in the world, what platform you downloaded our show. Would you do that for us? It would be great help to us if we, if we knew because we know we're getting yes. a lot of downloads all over the world. We have 22 countries that tune in live or who have tuned in live as the case may be. Uh, we'd like to yes. know more about you. Who are you? And, and thank you for listening. We're about ready to wrap this show up. I can't believe this hour flew by on this Friday. Wishing everybody yeah. a great weekend and a, and a really good time. And they're, um, I was going to play music, uh, but oh. our, um, <laughs> um, um, yeah, I know, 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 I know. But you know, it is Friday. But every, every day, day, every day, special yeah. when you spend it with people you love. Oh. oh. That being said, let's get out of here. Everybody have a great weekend. Amanda, you have the best of all weekends. Enjoy it down there. Have a great Thank time. You, Cornell, all the best to you. Get us out of here so we can go enjoy. Guys. We'll okay, enjoy well, you, you know have I mean. a great yeah. weekend also, my boys. And uh, to everybody listening, yeah. 
Have a great weekend also. So on behalf of Andy Gimble, myself, Amanda Love, and Cornell Butler, thank you so much for being with us. We love you guys. Thank you for supporting us. And join us again on Monday. Have a great one. Keep smiling. Have fun. It's the Woo. weekend. Let's do you it. Bet. And have have a, uh, a mar- have a mar- extra margarita. Think of us oh, when yeah. you have that. You know yes, what I mean? Yes. Let's get out of here. See you, folks. Bye. And the world.